welcome to Super Topical, episode two, season one. So excited to be with you today. Um, you may have heard my last episode yesterday. I hope you really enjoyed that. So today we're going to be doing a different topic, and where I'm going to be sharing you favorite parts from favorite books. Um, five books should be enough. I'm going to be reading uh, at least a chapter or a part of that book, and. I really hope you enjoy this because I love books and I'm sure you love books as well. Number one, Mr. Bambuckle's Remarkables Go Wild. Now, I love these books. It's absolutely amazing how Tim Harris, the author of this book, managed to create such an, a, a wild and imaginative um, book because Mr. Bambuckle's a teacher, a magician, uh, and an apple core tosser. Yes, you heard me right, apple core tosser. Anyways, that's not important. Today, I'm going to be reading Conversations with Canteen Carol. You'll love this chapter. Canteen Carol, what do you want, Mr. Bambuckle? Do you usually answer the phone so charmingly? Canteen Carol, yes, especially when I'm working. Mr. Bambuckle, are you in the canteen now? Of course I am. Outstanding, lovely Carol. Tell me this isn't who I think it is. That depends on who you think it is. That blasted bambuckle. She shoots and scores. You are awfully clever, dear Carol. Why did you phone me? It seemed the right thing to do. Talking to me is never the right thing to do. In this case, it is. There is something that only you are skilled enough to do. Therefore, I needed to call. Is it canteen related? It most certainly is. Though not in the family kind of way. Huh? I mean, do canteens have brothers or sisters? What? Or mothers and fathers? You are truly a weird man. Or third cousins removed, for that matter? What are you on about? Canteens don't have relatives. I'm simply trying to clarify. But but what you want is canteen related? Correct. Though not through blood. There is no blood in the canteen. That's not, that's not what the children say. They believe you store all sorts of horrors in there. It's all lies. I hate the little critters. Perhaps one day you'll become come around and love them for who they are. That's never going to happen. You may surprise yourself yet. Enough of this nonsense. What do you want? I would like enough food to feed 15 children for three days. Ha! What's so funny? Your joke. It wasn't a joke, dear Carol. You seriously want enough food for 15 students for three days? Of course not. How foolish of me. Thought so. I forgot to mention the two adults. Two adults? That's right. Enough food for 15 children and two adults for three days. You can't, you have to be out of your mind. I can't canter for that many people with such such short notice. Ah, uh, this is where your skills come into play. What skills? Your supplying skills. Supplying skills? Do you ever make sense? If you could kindly supply enough food for 15 children and two adults for three days, I'll have someone collect it. You don't need to prepare the food, simply provide it. Oh, that seems doable. You are a rare treasure, lovely Carol. When do you need to buy? As soon as possible would be quite brilliant. Say please. I most certainly will. Do it. Do what? Say please. Indeed. Ah, oh, just say it for once. It for once. No, say that other word. That other word. Arg, say the word starting with P. Polygot? Huh? What on earth is a polygot? someone who can speak multiple languages. Why are you telling me this? Books you asked. I asked you to say please that you did. Look, I've got better things to be doing, such as polishing my rolling pins, a most honorable pastime. 
What do you want? What food do you need? There's a list near the phone. Huh? A list near the phone. Where? Beside your wrestling magazines. Oh, how did that get there? I have my methods. That's just freaky. Did you find the list? I'm holding it now. Splendid. Okay, it'll do. I'll supply the food if it means you'll stop bothering me. What could I do without you, Carol? Starve to death. We certainly couldn't have that. It comes to $864. A basement bargain buyer. You'll find the money's already in your account. Impossible. Let me check. It's true. How did you do that so quickly? I know some people. You are bizarre. Your compliments make the sun shine brighter, dear Carol. Who's going to pick up the food? I believe it's already been picked up. You, s you seriously don't expect me to believe that. Have a look and see for yourself. I ordered 10 loaves of bread, 2 tubs of butter, 8 lettuces, 2 kilograms of... I know what the order is. Let me take a look at the supplies. I must have been dreaming. They've all been taken. Just as I expected. It should be arriving at camp as soon as this recording stops playing. What recording? The one Miss Frost is listening to now. Huh? You've been fantastic help. Can you do me a favour? Anything. Never, ever, ever call me again. I think I can handle that. Do you promise? I most certainly do. Really? Yes, although I have one condition. What's that? Only if you say please. Okay, I really hope you liked that chapter between Canteen Carol and Mr. Bambuckle. It's one of my favourite books. You should definitely go check it out. Um, you can buy it from your local bookshop or store. Um, wherever you find, it's really good for children's of all ages. Um, and it's got really good illustrations as well. So, let's get on with the next book. Book 2, Exploding Endings, by Tim Harris. Again, the same author of Mr. Bambuckle. So, um, the top 79 excuses for not doing your homework. One, I was too busy thinking about what great teacher you are. Sometimes that distracts me. Two, I thought it was due yesterday. I did it and I brought it to school, but you didn't ask to see it, so I took it home again. Three, my pet cat ate it. Four, I saw an old lady crossing the road, so I stopped to help her. She was very grateful and wanted to know how I, she could thank me. I gave her my homework and asked her to deliver, to deliver it to you. I think she's a criminal because she didn't hold up the end of her deal. Five, I was going to do it, but I have this disease that makes me forget things. What was the question again? Six, I volunteered at a magic show last night. The magician made lots of things disappear, including my homework. He couldn't bring it back, but at least I got a refund. Seven, we had a freak car accident on the way to school and the only thing that got written off was my homework. I didn't even have it insured. Eight, I spent my time planning ahead for next week's homework. It will blow your mind. 9. I thought the tasks you set were too easy. Can you please challenge me next week? 10. I was caught in a storm on the way to school. I tried really hard to hang on to my homework, but the wind was too strong. I, could, I should have stapled it to the bottom of my bag. 11. Aliens came and abducted me. They wanted to know all about Earth, our wildlife plants, people, food, sport, clothing and our education system. I told them that they wouldn't find a better specimen than my homework. It's somewhere between here and Jupiter. 12. I'm raising awareness for disadvantaged disadvantaged people. I have to spend the next 20 days not doing my homework. Will you sponsor me? 13. Burglars broke into our home last night and took all the good stuff, including my homework. 14. I would really like to give it to you now, but I'm afraid I can't let that happen. If you see it, I will have to kill you. Puts on sunglasses and walks away briskly. 
15. My pet goldfish ate it. Trust me. 16. Ha! Good one. 17. Homework? I thought you said no work. 18. Dad really needed it for his job. He works in recycling. Keep an eye out for it next time. Keep an eye out for it next time you go to the loo and use environmentally environmentally friendly toilet paper. The third paragraph is a beauty. 19. It's in my head. 20. I didn't have time to do it because I was too busy shopping for your Christmas present. 21. Charlie and I did it together. I let him take it to his teacher because he did all of the tricky bits. I can't remember which school he goes to. Come to think of it, I can't even remember if his name was Charlie. 22. The fish and chip shop ran out of newspaper and they really needed to use I really and they really needed to use my homework to wrap the food in. I could have burnt my fingers, but your homework tasks saved the day. Thank you. Chip 23. Do you remember the times I used to hand in my homework? Homework times, I remember them too. They were good times. 24. I did it on computer. I've, I remember to save it and everything. It's just that the computer was too heavy to carry to school. 25. I'm offended. Every week you ask me the same homework question and every week I give you the same answer. Of course I didn't do it. I can't stand us living like this anymore. There's no future for us. Sob into handkerchief and run to the bathroom. 26. My pet rabbitated. Trust me, it really did. 27. The world is not ready for it. 28. I spent too much time researching the word procrastination. You'll be pleased to know that I'll get it back at some stage. 29. A vicious gang of criminals attacked me on the way to school. I fought them off with my homework. The police have kept it as evidence. 30. I thought you were joking about us having homework due today. Sometimes I don't get your humour. Okay, so I'll leave that book there you can go check it out from your bookstore exploding endings that was book three cursed pants and cranky cops okay move on to the next book all right our next book is percy jackson and the greek heroes now this book actually fell apart i don't know why but it just did now there was and let me find the chapter there was a chapter that i um really liked ah here it is perseus wants a hug um now this is the perseus the first perseus um king of is king of argos yes king of argos and he he was the one who destroyed medusa the first one so i'm going to read um let's see 25 pages um that won't be uh, that won't be when we get to Medusa. You know what? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just going to start with Perseus wants a hug. Okay, let's do it. Perseus wants a hug. I had to start with this guy. After all, he's my namesake. By the way, this is um Percy Jackson and the Greek heroes. And Percy Jackson, Perseus. And if you, if you want to read the Percy Jackson series... You better go check it out. It's absolutely fantastic. I read the series. Absolutely wonderful. I love it. Um, Yeah, okay. Perseus wants a hug. I had to start with this guy. After all, he's my namesake. We've got different godly fathers. But my mum liked Perseus' story for one simple reason. He lives. 
Perseus doesn't get hacked to pieces. He doesn't get damned to eternal punishment. As far as heroes go, this dude gets a happy ending. Which is not to say that his life didn't suck. And he did murder a lot of people. But what are you gonna do? Perseus's bad luck started before he was even born. First, you've got to understand that back in the day, Greece wasn't one country. It was divided into a gazillion different ki little kingdoms. Nobody went around saying, hi, I'm Greek. People would ask you which city, state you were from, Athens, Thebes, Sparta, Zeusville, or whatever. The Greek mainland was a huge piece of real estate. Each city had its own king. Sprinkled around the Mediterranean Sea were hundreds of islands, and each one of them was a separate kingdom too. Imagine if your life, life were that today. Maybe you live in Manhattan. Your local king would have his own army, his own taxes, his own rules. If you broke the law in Manhattan, you could run away to Hackensack, New Jersey. The king of Hackensack grant, could grant you... Uh, I can't read that word. Um, uh, grant you protection. And Manhattan couldn't do anything about it, unless, of course, the two kings became allies, in which case you were toast. Cities would be attacking each other all the time. Okay. Okay, I just realized this chapter was way too long. So, I'm just going to go and try and find Theseus. Hang on. Let's just find a really... Sh yep, okay. We're going to do... No, okay. Yeah, all of these chapters are way too long. Okay, that is really hard. Okay. Theseus slays the Almighty. I'm trying to find. Yes, Daedalus! That's right. Daedalus was. Basically. <laughs> this guy was just. Absolutely. He invented pretty much everything. Um. You know what? I'm going to just move on to the next book. Which is... Squidge Dibbly Destroys the Galaxy. It's by Mick Elliott. Awesome book. So I've actually decided to do three books today. Exploding Endings, Mr. Bambuckles, Squidge Dibbly. Um, hope you enjoy this one. Okay, this is a really funny story, so you will enjoy it. Okay, so some crazy stuff happened, but none of it was Squidge Dibbly's fault. Not guilty. In fact, without Squidge, things would have turned out a lot worse than they did. If it's anyone to blame, it's Rennie Gross's pet python. I mean, who would you trust if your life depended on it? An innocent kid whose body just happens to change shape without warning. He was also my best friend and the person who saved Craigland South Primary School from the worst teacher of all time. Or a carpet python who once ate a poodle. My name is Padman O'Donnell. My friends call me Pod. And I'm writing this knowing that the truth may never come out. But I owe it to Squidge Dibley to document the whole intergalactic disaster. It all began with this egg. Actually, it began when it actually all began when Shane Sluzman asked our teacher, Miss Trigley, what it feels like to grow a baby in your tummy. She thought about it for a moment and then and then said that maybe we should find out for ourselves. Critchton Peel shouted, Yuck! I don't want a baby in my tummy. 
This is really stupid of Crichton because everyone knows that sudden loud noises make Squidge burp and thanks to his rare medical condition called nervous belly belchus. It was, part, it was a spectacularly stinky one because Squidge had just eaten one of my dad's experimental curries for lunch. Squidge loves my dad's curries. Dad made, them ba- Dad made about a thousand of them when he tried to start a home delivery curry business. The business didn't work out, but we still have enough, enough curry in our freezer to last until the next ice age. Luckily, Squidge just can't get enough of them. Sometimes, when we're tinkering with, our da- with a new invention in Dad's workshop after school, Squidge will eat four in a row. Miss Trigley took us all out to the playground while the smell of Squidge burp cleared from the classroom. Miss Trigley is totally cool with Squidge's quirky reactions. She got used to them when she taught him at his old school, before he came to Craigland's South Primary. Once we were all f- inhaling fresh air, Miss Trigley suggested that if we really wanted to know what it's like to grow a baby, we should try and hatch our own baby chicken. Lenny Bas- Batisto punched in the air. Yes, chicken nuggets! Your head is a chicken nugget, said the Pritchard twins. Then Rebecca Peterson pulled out her trumpet and started playing chicken dance. Suddenly Abigail Tacchiani was dancing along, and before Miss Trigley could explain anything else about hatching eggs, everybody had joined in. It was super lame, but it was better than, better than being stuck in a, inside a hot day when the classroom smelled like squidges, pork, rosemary, and goat's cheese curry burp. Little do we know, as we happily chicken dance in the blazing afternoon sun, that we would find ourselves in being in danger of fried alive. Okay, I just read two chapters of Squidge Dibbly Destroys the Galaxy. It's absolutely fantastic. You go sh- check it out. All the books that I read to you today on from your local bookstore. I really do hope you guys have a wonderful weekend as... And as always, peace out, guys. Super topical.